0: This week on Erotic Awakening, DS challenges, figuring out what you want, and more totally doable sex
1: tips. (laughs) BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As As well well as simply Simply fun Fun kink.
0: Kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all
1: things Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. In 2018, we decided to no longer seek advertisers for the podcast. We enjoy creating and
0: recording these podcasts, and we hope you enjoy listening to them.
1: If you decide not to be a patron, we will probably still keep podcasting.
0: But when you do become our patron, it gives us a chance to apply more
1: energy towards creating. For as little as a dollar a month, you can not only support the podcast, but get access to special content.
0: Head over to patreon.com slash
1: eroticawakening to take a look at the options. And regardless, thank you for listening and enjoy the show.
0: Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Hi.
1: Hi. Wow, that's a longer than our (laughs) normal opening, but we got through it. We got through it without stuttering this time. That's nice. (laughs) If you are
0: interested in that brand new opening, it's dot com slash awakening. That is the Patreon site. Boom.
1: Boom. And we won't
0: talk about it a whole lot more.
1: So, nice.
0: Today, our, pod, our, our question of the day comes from ES, who asks, Dawn...
1: And that's a Patreon supporter, yes? That is. It is.
0: In your DS relationship, what was the most challenging moment, satisfying moment, and in what way did the DS help or hinder getting through them?
1: See, that's Ooh. a deep question, but I was hoping, since we just taught Living MS Your Way at Smart last night, mm-hmm. that we'd be all all power exchangey gung-ho and be able to think of an answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we've been doing this for 18 years-ish or so now, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 17 years formally. So there's a lot of history to think about as to what is the most satisfying and what was the most challenging, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've done title runs. We've written books. We've gone through poly relationships. We've done... All kinds of stuff. So what what would you say is the most challenging? Is that easier to think of? Well, I would say there was a
0: point where we were trying to wrap our heads around the power exchange, polyamory combination. Mm-hmm. Where I wanted to make sure that I was not taking advantage of you. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing the, you are my slave so you will accept that I'm going to fuck and love other women. Um, and I think that the way we handled that could have been done more skillfully and more, um, well, you know, you, you you look back now, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I would say that's probably the spot for me where I say, you know what, that is probably where one of the more challenging areas, um, and probably the only area where I've really said, boy, that was that that was close to us choosing a different direction for it, our lives. It, it
1: was actually, and I would I would actually pick the same challenge. So and. Um, What happened was was that we were trying to do poly and power exchange, and we've figured it out since then. But the way we tried to do it was getting rid of the power exchange. Mm -hmm. So we were actually hindered by getting rid of the power exchange because it took away our foundation. We're kind of floundering now without any structure or foundation or the things that make us tick trying to figure out this new problem. Right. And I think we had better luck with it once we brought the power exchange back and figured out new tools. Right. You know, of how to be who we are and bring in the poly. So, yeah. So we had, that was, yeah, we were asked a question similar to that kind of last night and and same mm -hmm. answer. What about the most satisfying moment? The most satisfying moment? Mm, So many Right? Winning the title was awesome. Was it satisfying? I don't Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it was. <laughs> there's, there's so many.
0: So, I, you know, the one that comes to my mind is we ran for Power Exchange title in 2011. And if you're into the leather aspect of the world, they have contests where you can say, hey, I want to represent my region or my city or my state or mm-hmm. or the international level and say I am the a good reflection of power exchange and master slave relationships and you know I think that was definitely satisfying winning and it was also satisfying in a way to lose the international contest mm. and it really didn't impact our relationship Mm-mm. it it was it sucked Losing, losing, nobody likes losing, but it didn't really impact our relationship. It didn't make me look at our relationship and go, Oh boy, I guess we we need to do some more work. It was more like, Yeah, okay, it is what it is.
1: Well, as a matter of fact, we had done so much work and maybe maybe that's what I found satisfying about our relationship and running for title was that to prep for running for title, we actually went on car rides and had those deep conversations Mm -hmm. that we didn't realize that we had shoved under the carpet in the last 10 years, because we'd already been doing this for 10 years. So like all relationships, you kind of figure out where the hot buttons are and decide you don't want to mess with the hot buttons and you put them under the carpet and you sometimes don't even know you've done that. You just don't want to deal with the drama, right? So bringing all that stuff out and looking at it, very satisfying. But again, the power exchange helped because we were able to stay and keep our power exchange relationship flourishing, Mm-hmm. even though we were discussing all those heavy topics that we didn't want to get slammed with on this stage right. <laughs> you know so so we don't want a a judge asking us a question and then go no 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 we 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 don't talk about that right yeah <laughs> so so i would say for us or at least for me the power exchange We actually created something, so I'm I'm hesitating and I'm thinking here, because where we thought the power exchange might hinder us a little bit, we created a tool for that. So that's where porch time came into play, Mm -hmm. right? So at the beginning, when we thought that power exchange might be hindering us a little bit with with the way we were communicating, we created a tool so that... Yeah, so that we had a way of dealing with it.
0: Yeah, because we we saw the example of some people who consider themselves master slave where the slave could um yell at the master or give him shit or talk about him behind their back and we said, you know, that's we understand that there's sometimes you have to blow off steam, but we don't want that to be the solution to blowing off steam.
1: Right. So we created porch time where we could have these conversations and yeah, so I I don't see power exchange hindering us in any fashion. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah.
0: If you would like to hinder us in any fashion, <laughs> you can get a hold of us in a variety of ways. Head over to the comment form on the webpage eroticawakening.com. You'll find ways to contact us. Where
1: we will be presenting past podcast episodes, link to other to the newsletter and all kinds of other junk. So, you can also follow us on FetLife. Find us as the owners of the Fet group Erotic Awakening 2 words and that's how you can contact us. Absolutely. Dawn, do you have anything going on mid-April? I do. And this is uh, pretty close to the end of March at this point, huh? So it's only a couple of weeks away. Um, and that is subs and service. So this is the seventh annual subs and service here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, actually, I limit to that to 20 people, and we all have a great time. So it is literally our peers, submissive peers, teaching different skills that will help us in our power exchange relationships. So it is... April 14th. So Saturday, April 14th. And there are a couple of tickets left. So if you want more information about it, find me on FetLife. And my name is Dan Zarani. And I'm listed as going to Subs and Service Intensive. And that is how you can contact me. And I will send you a link on how to buy a ticket. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Good. We always have about twenty. How many times? How many
0: times have you done this? Seven, you seventh time. Seven
1: times. So yeah. And it's a very intimate, small group. It's a very intimate, small group. I provide lunch, so we have we were lunch talking together. the other day when we were presenting for
0: Smart. How mm-hmm. you know about sending your slave away for training? Mm-hmm. To like, uh, there used to be a thing called shadow shadow find, find
1: I believe. Think? Yes, where you
0: could send your slave away for a couple of weeks. And uh, that may not be so valuable to some of us, but something like substance service, where they're picking up very specific skills,
1: mm-hmm. but also
0: I assume sharing with other peers what it's right. like. To be no right, no dominance allowed on
1: site. So, um, and uh, uh, that can be frustrating for the other directors at the space, but <laughs> no dominance allowed on the site. And um, like I said, we have breakfast together, we have lunch together, and then go till five o'clock. We learn different skills like massage and I've got lap dancing teacher this time. <laughs> that's going to be fun. I'm looking
0: forward to you learning that. Nice. <laughs> um, over there on the secret Facebook group, uh, we someone started a conversation. What was your favorite episode? And I see that um, a lot of people picked designing a scene as their favorite episode. And that's mm-hmm. actually one of your favorite yep, episodes Yep, that's one too. of my
1: favorites. Um, someone else picked working with past trauma. So that was actually a, a really beneficial podcast to do. And, yeah, there have been a few that have said my favorite podcast was the one that mentioned my name. When I became <laughs> – not my name as in Dawn, but right. their name Right, now when we, we called them
0: out on the uh, on new the, subscriber for the newsletter, right. they sent tentacle lips. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Absolutely. My right. favorite episode of the Big Fatty podcast is when uh, I got my birthday shot out. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> um, I was surprised to see that – De- uh, dealing with past trauma is somebody's, some people say that's their favorite show, but I was very heartened and very happy to see that as well. Mm-hmm. It's not obviously a fun topic, but not obviously it's an important topic. So that's fantastic. Absolutely. If you are, um, depending on how my audio uh, equipment is set up today,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: might be able to hear this drum circle in the background.
1: I don't, know. The I don't know if they can hear it or not. I don't know. The microphone acts like it's picking it up, but I don't know how well you guys could hear it, if at all. They can hear the cat and the dog when we record at home. Well, <laughs> then they should be able to hear should the drum circle. They should be able to hear a little
0: Maybe. bit. So. Um, really neat. It's one of the things we do here at the Columbus Space right now, in the other room, there's a huge drum circle with mm-hmm. some 40, 50 people that yeah. are banging
1: on drums. Nice. They're having a great time.
0: Don, did you know that the Drum Circle podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? I don't think so. I hope not. Take a moment. To sp- I bet they're really is a drum circle podcast, I bet there is. I'm sure <laughs> there is take a moment to support the podcast rate us on Apple podcast google play stitcher tune in podbean or wherever you listen or just tell your friends actually I gotta update this because now people are starting to listen on spotify and we're finding a lot oh, of people. that's
1: right I found us on spotify actually so I nice. found us
0: on spotify too which kind of is not convenient because I listen to us <laughs> I normally use spotify mainly at work
1: yeah, so, that could,
0: that so could be a little... So mixing the dubstep with the uh, erotic reading, not Hi necessarily. Don. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my. Well, this is the worst part of the show.
1: Is it really?
0: Here's where we try and get through some more totally doable sex tips. Okay. Now, we've had some good ones, but we've had a lot that have not been. Dawn, today, our sex tip number one, stage an interrelationship sexting challenge. Agree to sex at least hourly throughout the entire day and see who creates the raciest, sauciest naked photos.
1: Mm. See, I like that idea, but I don't know about hourly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so overall, this is a strange question. Apparently, uh, I thought sexting, well, I guess you can send naked pictures in sexting.
1: Yeah, I guess. I but I always thought sexting is, yeah, sexual texting.
0: Okay, but we'll assume that it includes sending photos as well.
1: Tells, okay. Tell you what we know. Yep, and what kind of pictures?
0: Um, <laughs> raciest, sauciest. <laughs> I didn't know sauciest was a word, to be honest with you. Me neither. Um, so what do you think? Send a naked picture to each other hourly for the next, for a hourly. Uh, full day? Hourly,
1: huh? Hourly could be a challenge, especially if it's not a weekend. Absolutely. So you're at work. Where do you take these saucy, dirty pictures at? In the bathroom?
0: You know, I think that would be better for a new relationship than a
1: relationship that's been
0: around for a little while. I don't
1: know. I'll send you some saucy pictures and we'll see.
0: (laughs) The last time I got a saucy picture from you, it was not a saucy picture from you. It was a saucy picture
1: of your boyfriend's cock. Hey, and I didn't send it to you. His wife sent it to me, and you picked up my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's polyamory No, for you. no. The last picture, I did not send you the last picture, but I did show you the last picture on my phone. And it had to do with uh, me and another girl and a purple strap on. Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah. a pretty awesome picture. <laughs> yes. See, I can't do those kind of pictures at work. <laughs> that was a pretty...
0: Uh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> No, you can't do this. Well, it depends what you do for a living, I suppose. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, or now here's the other one, which I guess maybe this just makes more things more confusing. I don't know. Com- number 16, competes in a word-based sexting challenge. Sex don't have to include images to be effective. Some people are more verbal than visual. So put on some, enjoy some erotic vin- vignettes. Are more powerful than dick pics and photos of naked breasts. Limit yourself to words and emojis, <laughs> and swap illicit messages on one hour per day.
1: So don't mess up and send the wrong emoji of like the turd or something yeah, like that. exactly what I was thinking. And the little alien, ooh, the alien would work for me. Yes. and the little octopus. And you ever s-
0: so? Have you ever sent a a naughty emoji to someone, or implying something naughty with an emoji?
1: I have not, but I have had someone send one to me. I sent them a regular text, Uh and they sent me one back with a a fork and knife and a kitty cat. (laughs) 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 That they were currently they were unavailable because they were currently eating pussy. Yes. And uh, I'm. Did you understand the? I understood it after a little bit. I had to think about it. I'm like, what in the world does this mean? You're eating cat eating cat cat for dinner oh (laughs) so it took a little bit and then i'm like you are texting me why you are doing this (laughs) (laughs) that skill (laughs) that skill
0: but not necessarily mindful no i remember uh many years ago that um and I think I, yes, I can see all these people on the podcast. <laughs> Pittsburgh Chris sent Karen a text message, and Karen looks at it and she says, "I don't know what this means." And I said, "Oh, what's it? Let me see it." And it was. <laughs> it wasn't meant for you to see. No, it was wasn't. It? And Pittsburgh Chris sent Karen a text that said, "You are a M I L Is it M-I-L-F? M-I-L-F.
1: Yeah, M I L F.
0: Yeah, MILF. And Karen's like, "I don't know what this means." And I just I said, "Oh, it means that." I don't know if I want to transcribe it for you. In the early days of polyamory, that was one of the little challenging moments. Uh, Now I send the pictures for them. Anyway, all right, finally, arouse each other with voice notes. If it's more Mm. than auditory stimulation than words or pictures, you can always use voice notes to create auditory sex. Determine to turn each other on by narrating all the things you desperately want to do
1: later. Nice. Did I ever send you cassette tapes with stories on them? No. No. It was in my head to do that. So, long time ago, like when we first started getting together. I bet I didn't, because I will yeah, I will reasons. pause
0: for a moment for most of our audience to go Google cassette tape.
1: <laughs> See, this is why I'm starting an older woman group, right? Yes. Because I make references. Hey, I am not the one that smacked the dashboard on the car because you thought the song on this the, the on the radio, was skipping.
0: If, and, and then you follow that up with if you are old enough to remember putting pennies on record needles, That's right. you can remember where we got started.
1: Exactly. So, would
0: you send, well, what did you have on these cassette tapes?
1: It was going to be naughty stories. So, like, remember how I used to write yeah, naughty yeah, stories? Yeah. Well, and we have a whole second book of them. But um, I used to handwrite stuff and, and give them to you to read, yeah. things like that. I was going to read some of those. And I had a cassette uh, recorder
0: that yeah. I was going to do it on. Ah, so I had
1: a, actually had the mini one as well that you had yeah, get, yeah. gotten me. And um, I can't believe I didn't send you any. That was a big idea of mine for a long time. I don't know if I was too nervous or not wanting to. Put down evidence of things that I wanted to do. I don't know. So what do you think? Is that something we should do now? I like that idea.
0: Okay, so like we like whole, this one.
1: I, I like the the whole voice.
0: So I think we have some mixed reviews on today's uh,
1: things that we totally do. doable things. Yeah, yeah. These are all consensual things, though. These aren't involving, like, doing things in public and with doors open and... <laughs> the right. curtain's open. Right. So I'm good with these. These are, all, these are all valuable for new relationships of how to perk things up or learn about people.
0: Well, there you go. So let's get into our, our actual topic. Although, first, we do want to mention uh, we have a couple of events we just got back from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So it's time to get on the road again. Well, it March 23rd, is. you'll see us in Chicago, Illinois. May 26th, we will be up in Detroit at a, the event called Ascension. July 5th, we'll be headed for upstate New York, intending this fantastic summer WOW event.
1: So, And then I looked at July, at what we have coming up, Uh and decided not to write it all down. We have something going on every single day weekend. We
0: actually have eight <laughs> events currently on the books. Um,
1: July and uh, September or October September? Yes, September. Are back to back to back. So that's going to be interesting with our new jobs. Yep,
0: Twisted Trist in September, GLLA. Uh, boy, we're going to be it's busy. a
1: lo- uh, master, uh, master master slave. Sh- that's not official yet. That's not official. Okay, all
0: right. Not the one you're thinking of, folks.
1: Oh, that's true. Uh, so Don, tell
0: me about this qu- our topic today. It's a big two page thing. It here.
1: is. It is big. I'm sorry. Sorry, I got, uh, I'm addicted to Reddit at this point. It's like, I don't want to have Facebook on my new work computer, right? But I'm okay with edit. So Reddit, I kind of created two different accounts. You told me about this. Yes. Because I had my stuff all mixed up, my porn. And my, and my my all, and my all what the fuck mixed in with big dildos. Yes. (laughs) So I created two accounts and separated them, and I'm I'm looking through them, and I'm on the the BDSM subreddit, and this popped up. So I thought I would kind of it, it's long, but I'm going to kind of gloss over it and read it to you and get your opinions on some of the stuff. Okay. So um, because it, it just really can you can you paraphrase it or are you gonna read? I'm going to try to. Is there TL
0: too long? Di-
1: too long didn't read. Uh, basically, it is figuring out what it is that you want.
0: Nope. <laughs> That's a really short version of a two-page thing.
1: Yeah, it is. So, so let's see. So this person was writing, and they're trying to tap the mind of other dominant males. Okay? okay, So it's a submissive female writing. She's trying to get the opinions of other dominant males. So, of course, like you mentioned as smart last night, that meant that me as a submissive female had to reply, <laughs> Right. So anyway, so she's hoping to tap the mind of other dominant males. Uh, She just started dating this new guy, met on a traditional uh, dating site. He's rather dominant and into sexual desires that are not conventional. Huzzah. (laughs) Good for him. Um, The sex is amazing, and he introduced her to another world. He pushes boundaries all the time, and she loves it. So she's willing to explore all of that with him, but she's told him she doesn't want to have a relationship that's based solely on sex. Mm -hmm. So, and when she says that, she's always met with calm down. You're trying to manipulate and control. As a matter of fact, accusations of trying to manipulate and control have become his mantra. So she believes he is a good man through his deeds and actions and everything. Mm -hmm, And she's asked him what he wants. And basically, he says he wants this. He wants a, in not so many words, he wants a power exchange relationship, right? And he wants to find someone that is not just saying they want to do it, but really wants to do it. He's tired of wasting time on people that think they want it and then turn out not to, right? Mm -hmm. So her question is... um, she says she's got a pretty good man radar and knows he's a good man. She says this a couple of times. And that she realizes he's not a guy that just likes to dabble in the lifestyle. He's the real deal. 47 years old and has had these fetishes his entire life. The fetishes are not for play. Uh, she's actually walked away a couple of times because she thinks he's all about sex. And he gets jealous. So she thinks he really does care for her. So Sorry. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> um, And it's like he wants to remain in the dom sub dynamic all the time and doesn't know how to operate outside that dynamic and build a real relationship. Mm -hmm. He's had successful relationships in the past because he was married for 13 years, but he didn't have this dynamic. Blah, blah, blah. You can stop reading there. uh, Yeah. Okay. I have my answer. Okay. Uh,
0: So uh, reader or writer, I should say, Mm -hmm. misanonymous. he's using it for sex. Yeah. End of story. My, it, there's nothing more complicated in here than this. When you say, I would like to have more of a relationship, he responds with, calm down. You're trying to manipulate and control me. Um, and he's accusing you of uh, manipulating and controlling you. He wants sex. You want sex and more. Mm-hmm. You're not getting sex and more. You're getting sex. He's not going to give you any more. If see? you want more, leave.
1: And the story. I see it. Yes, I agree with the leave part. But for a different reason. Okay. Because to me, I see her as, and I've read this a couple of times, so you guys may not hear the same thing that I'm, I'm seeing. Um, to me, he's saying he wants to be a dom-sub 24-7. And she's identifying dom-sub as completely sexual. Mm-hmm. Where he is probably not doing it completely sexual all the time. You're flipping it. He wants it to be totally sexual. She doesn't. Right. He wants it to be power exchange. Yeah. Which involves sex. And she's seeing it because she says um, he wants to be in the sexual dynamic all the time. So she's labeling it as a sexual dynamic. Oh okay. And he does gotcha. want I he gotcha. does want a lot of sex. I mean a lot of us do, right? So maybe she thinks because it's not a traditional relationship that he's not developing a relationship. I see. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, and you could very well be right. I mean, it could be, you know, that it's all about the sex and that's all she's getting. I'm saying leave because if he wants a power exchange relationship and that's what works for him and she's saying something's wrong with him because he can't develop a traditional relationship with me, then they absolutely want two different things. Yes.
0: And I'm not even going to say leave, actually. I'll step off the leave. Yeah. And instead say, accept if you're not, if you're going to stick around, accept it for what it is. It is exactly what it is, and you'll have to accept it for what mm-hmm. it is. And if you can't accept it for what it is, then your options are to leave or leave. Right? You've been very clear. It uh, sounds like she's been very clear mm-hmm. it with does. what she wants. And he's responded very clearly. So she's still trying to figure out, why doesn't he want what I want? Why doesn't right. he... You know, and and maybe uh, I think it's a little harsh for him to say that he's being manipulated and controlled. But the reality is, you've said here's what I want, and he said I want something different. Let's keep fucking, and mm-hmm. you're sticking around, and, and you're still having sex. Right. When he leaves, he doesn't get jealous; he gets possessive. And there's a there difference. There is a difference. That. He says, "Bam, my candy. Where's my candy cane? I want my candy cane back. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has my candy cane." Um, You know, as long as you're willing to tolerate the relationship like it is, it'll stay like it is. You need to forget about the relationship and think about yourself for just a moment and maybe write down, here's what I need right now in my life in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And if what it is is somebody who can commit to you and watch movies with you while sitting on a couch, then look for that person. Now, you can keep banging this guy, but understand that's all he is. He is not the answer to what you're looking for. He is a happy, hedonistic pit stop.
1: Mm-hmm. That's my view anyway. I'm okay with some hedonists, though. They, they fulfill Absolutely. very important <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> spots.
0: The, the trick is don't think it's something that it's not.
1: Mm-hmm. I, agreed. Well, there. So, boom. Know what it is that you want and be clear about it and stick to your guns.
0: I, I hope that the person who wrote that listens to the show and writes us back and tells us we're full of shit. Yeah. Or writes us back and say. Maybe six months from now and say, gee, I'm still in the same exact spot that I was six months ago. Huh.
1: Yeah. And huh. there's nothing. Yeah. So, but you know what? There's another myth that I want to dispel in all of this writing as well. <laughs> and that's the one that says, when I date other people, he gets jealous. So I guess that means he cares. And right. I like to dispel that because just because someone is jealous doesn't mean they care. Just because someone cares doesn't mean they're going to get jealous. Right. Right. You know, we are taught that that jealousy equals love and it's not necessarily so. So we are taught that someone that wants to be in a power exchange relationship can't have a traditional relationship. Well, some of us don't want traditional relationships, mm-hmm. right? We want power exchange relationships. And ours power exchange relationship isn't all about sex. Right. It's power exchange. Right. And even the two relationships I've had
0: that have started out to be all about sex. Mm-hmm. Have grown outside of sex mm-hmm. because it's not
1: yeah. enough. Right. So, so there you go. Understood. So sorry, I had to bring that question up or that, that no, topic up you did. because I think it's, it's really, really important. I think so too. Cool.
0: Thank you for supporting the podcast. Toss us a dollar by heading over to eroticawakening.com and click on the support us on Patreon button.
1: Our in music is provided by Pocket Universe and the song is Wim.
0: The official EA twatter is Andy.
1: The person we've seen most recently is Sheen and Shayla, both at LLC. The current
0: center... Hi, Shayla. Hi, Sheen. The current center (laughs) of tentacles is Ohio
1: Hedgehog. The provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and the Good Witch of the North of the Sequential Sex Podcast. That we'll be seeing this weekend. Indeed.
0: And the official food that goes on boobs is oranges between boobs.
1: Bye, Dan. Bye, Don.